thank you for tuning in to the very first, very special episode Yay. of Definitely Grown Ups Podcast. My name is Avery Thornburg, and with me is my best friend for life, my partner in crime. <laughs> Sir, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, Aust- Austin Martin. Well, guys, we, we appreciate you checking us out. We know there's a lot of podcasts with two straight white guys just talking to you, um, so we're glad that you came and found us. With our podcast, we want to really get to the being a grown-up thing. Like, that's what we definitely are, right? So, during this podcast, we're going to be talking about video games. We're going to be talking about comic books. We're going to be talking about anime, action figures, movies, everything pop culture, everything under the sun. Nothing's going to be off-limits for us. Anything that toots our fancy. Yeah, whatever we're in the mood for. So, today, today... It's a very special episode. We want you guys to get to know us, and um, we're hoping that this episode starts a lot of conversations so we get to know you guys as well. This episode's going to be uh, our personal uh, top 10 lists of superheroes, um, like our favorite ones, why we like them. We're going to break them down, probably have some debate because Austin's going to say something ridiculous, I'm sure. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. But... Once again, thank you for tuning in. And Austin, I would love if you want to start with uh, number. Do you want to start with number ten, or do you want to do honorable mentions first? We can we can start with honorable or or uh, number ten. Sorry, we can oh. start with number ten. Okay, yeah, we'll do uh, number ten. We but do yeah. have a couple of honorable mentions apiece. Um, How many honorable mentions do you have? Uh, I believe I have three because I like. I have three as well. It's yeah. so funny because when we were discussing doing this episode. And I was getting all my dudes down. Um, I was like, oh, man, I do like the superhero, but, like, not in a top ten kind of way. So, like, my yeah. honorable mentions, like, I don't consider them 11, 12, and 13. No, yeah. I just – they're just heroes that I'm like – I like I kind of want to talk about them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, No, me too. They're not – Trust me. You'll like mine. They're not, like, spectacular, but – one of mine's just for the goofs and gaffs. I think two of them are just more for the goofs and gaffs. So, yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead and hit me with your number 10. My number 10 is uh, Michelangelo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but specifically The Last Ronin. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's on my list as well. Not yes. my number 10, but I'll get to that in a little bit. Absolutely. But, yeah. Of course you had to ha- throw in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on this list. They were all a part of our childhood. But I wasn't always incredibly drawn to them, but the last Ronin comic where, you know, all the other – spoiler alert – all the other mutants die, and uh, Michelangelo's left, and he's a totally, totally different person. He's a weird mix of Donatello and, and Raphael, wears all of their – uses all of their weapons and wears memorabilia of them, and it's a, it's a very sad and realistic change to what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is, and – I really like it. So he's my number 10. He had to be on here. It's you see the the awesome thing about the last Ronin is because when Easterman and Laird first made Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. they weren't the like I mean personal favorite like other than Last Ronin, the 90s movies where they're like those like gross like puppet dudes like yeah. Those movies are the best Ninja Perfect. Turtles movies. The 90s Ninja Turtles movies, the 2007 animated movie that's just called TMNT. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that yeah, one as no, well. Yeah, no, I've watched a lot. Fantastic. And I even liked the show that 
CW Four Kids. Oh my God! TV. Yes. Yeah, Every they had Saturday a Batman morning. crossover. I'm yep, they sure had a Batman crossover. Is it's a good show. It's fantastic, and like that's the one we grew up with, and it's very for kids, right? They're like, huh, pizza, and we skateboard, and we're cool. Yeah, super. Even I, I keep getting sidetracked, but the like 2014, like we were in high school. Nickelodeon did a TV show. Yeah, no, I know. And it has about. Samwise Gamgee is Raphael, yep. and it smacks, bro. It hits so good. It just like the old ones. It's got a great story, awesome lore, Bebop, Rocksteady, and Krang are all in it as well. Like, so good. Mm-hmm. But when, back to what I was saying, when Easterman and Laird um, first made the Ninja Turtles, it was like a comic strip, and they all had the red bandanas, and they just ate people. <laughs> like, they did. Yeah, like, they... they- it was it was hardcore. It was it was hardcore violent, and then it eventually kind of turned into this thing that was for kids. And then with the last Ronin, what they did is they they were able to like make it gritty, but then make it like still superhero gritty, right? right. Like Mikey's not out here like eating <laughs> eating the the people who killed his brothers, but like. He's gonna kill him, and he's gonna kill him <laughs> with their weapons. He might as well have eaten. <laughs> I'm right, but like, it's just that really cool, like, almost return to form completely, but also keep like us a us fans from childhood right. like into it. Well, yeah, because like when it first came out, it wasn't popular to make violent comic books. That didn't really become more popular and more accepted. Until, like, what, the past, like, 10, 15 years? Maybe 20? Right, yeah. Like, to actually, you know, when you had Superman starting to kill everybody and people started liking that kind of stuff. It wasn't really popular until then, so they did – it did change. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did change, but they kind of had to. But, you know, that's why I like The Last Roman is it kind of goes back to that because we all – whether we like to admit it or not, we all have that little obsession of – the good guy becoming a little less good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's actually, that speaks to one of my like later entries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my number 10 yep. um, is Deadpool. Okay. So before, when I was making my top 10, I didn't think I was going to put Deadpool on my list because I don't, <laughs> this is going to be really dumb, but like, I don't like being associated with people who like Deadpool <laughs> because yeah. it's like like it's it's like yeah. liking Rick and Morty, right? Like I love Rick and Morty. Great show, gives me a laugh. It's got those cool like nuanced things you can like watch in the background and be like, "Oh my god, I get the references." Right. Oh, something crazy's happening. And I love that. But then like I hate people who like Rick and Morty. You know what you're I mean? You're just too hipster for it. Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> oh, we're going to bring that into the podcast. We're going to take that from our personal lives and bring you're just too hipster for it, man. <laughs> Dude, <just> I hate you. <laughs> way too it, – look, it's just so cool. Some things are just so cool, but when other people like it, ugh, oh my way God. less cool, God, right, I buddy? Hate you. I hate <laughs> you so much. But I put Deadpool on my list because um, he he's one of those – he's one of the first anti-heroes that you get introduced to growing right. up liking comics, right? Because, like, as dirty as you can make Deadpool, you can make him equally clean, Right. right. So, like... That's the fun of it. That is the fun of it, right? Like, you can have the Ryan Reynolds, like, he's butt naked, like, on fire fighting a dude in the R-rated movie. And then at the literally the same time, he can be in an animated series with Spider-Man. And he's just, like, 
all right, Spidey, let's go do things together. I'm wacky. <laughs> yeah. And that is something I do love about Deadpool is how diverse of a character he can be. Yeah. And then when he gets, when it gets into it and he peels that character away and he just sits down and gets really real with somebody in like different series of comics and stuff is where you really are like, he's a full fledged character. He's not a joke anymore. One of my favorite Deadpool stories. I can't remember if it's original sin. I, that's the name that's sticking out in my head, but I'm not super sure if that's what it is, but it's, he's going to this, um, therapist or psychologist or something like that and he's like trying to get better and trying to work through everything it's like a little while after the weapon x program and he's gone all loony and stuff right you know he's still taking his merc jobs and while taking the merc jobs it goes to one of them and it's like this big like two-story house and he does like a e style like he just kind of breaks in quietly through the back door and then he's walking around it and as he's walking around his like body language like just in like the artwork from this right like his body language changes and he walks up to this room and opens the door and it's like a it's like a young man like young boys room you know what i mean it's got like baseball posters and like other superheroes and stuff on the wall and he sits down and he like grabs a stuffed animal and he like says its name or something like that like that's his bedroom and it the comic pans over and you can see like his parents bedroom and they're sleeping in there and then he burns it down with them in it and it's like he knew who it was in there but a job's a job right and like it's so it hits so hard because you're like oh my god like that just happened what's going on and it just it just keeps piling up with this just He's had he's had a rough life. Poor Deadpool. Yeah. Poor Deepu Lee. Yeah, I love Deadpool. Um, and even though everybody else loves him, you know, I love him too. And he, uh, but he has become very way more like people that love Deadpool and have all the Deadpool merch only know him as Ryan Reynolds. Don't know him as anything else. And even though Ryan Reynolds does a great job, that's not who that character has always been. Very right. great representation. Um, but I didn't put him on my list. Interesting. Um, and that was just kind of because, you know, he – it's really just his personality that's fun for me. But as, like, a hero and someone that stands for something or, or made an impact, like, in in my life – impact in my life, what is this? <laughs> but um, he's just not one of them for me. But right. I, I, I love him, though. Yeah. Now, I think it's very important to say now that, like, if you only know Deadpool from the movies, that's absolutely okay. Right, yeah. Well, but yeah. I I definitely do recommend checking out, like, other comic stories, even if it's just a quick, like, five, ten minute video on, like, great. Like, I've seen TikToks that are, like, craziest thing Spider-Man's ever done. In this random comic book from the universe 2099, Spider-Man actually has real spider webs that come out of his butt. Like, you know what I right, mean? Right, like, yeah. And, like, even little things like that are just really neat to, to check out and learn a little bit more because, you know, not everybody grew up with superheroes like we right. did. Well, moving on. Yes, sir. My number nine. So my number nine, here's the thing about this guy. Um, I don't know a lot about him. Um, I'm excited to learn more about him. 
Um, unfortunately, it is one of those examples where I only know something about him from the show. I feel like from the look on your face, I you, think, you might know who I I'm talking I know who about. You're going with. I think he's got a lot of potential, and I'm super excited to see more. And I do need to read the comic. Um, but yeah, n- my number nine is Invincible. Um, oh, not who I thought you were going oh, really? with, but excellent choice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I loved. So just to and again, like I said, I haven't read the comics, so I'm kind of being a little hypocritical after what I just said about Deadpool. But Invincible is very new. And what I'll say is I really, really liked the show. Obviously, it was incredibly gruesome. If you're under the age of, like, 14, you probably shouldn't watch it. Or have a problem with gore. Yeah, or have a problem with gore. Don't watch it. I'm super excited for the next season of Invincible. I did see something not too long ago that says they haven't even started filming it. So it might be a long time. But, but it is confirmed. That's the It is confirmed, thing. but it's taking a long time. <laughs> yes, so in is. the meantime, I guess I, I should probably read the comics and be be that much more in, enthusiastic about it. I'm in, I'm in the same boat with you, buddy. So who's your number nine? My number nine is going to get me a lot of flack from oh, you. No. My number nine is Darkwing Duck. What? For all of you 90s kids in the audience who just freaked out because i referenced darkwing duck you're welcome i don't even darkwing duck was a disney tunes original cartoon in the 90s and he was he was made as like a parody of batman it it, this show came out the same time that um ducktales did Mm -hmm. ducktales i know what ducktales is yeah yeah love ducktales but do you know remember launchpad from ducktales Launchpad yes. McQuack, he's the big buff dude yeah. who flies planes. He is Darkwing Duck's sidekick, and they like fight crime around. Uh, How is this? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. How is this I can't guy remember what this the list. is. <laughs> oh, because he's legit one of my. Because one again, it's got that nostalgia factor, right? Fair it, enough. It, yeah, fair it enough. hits really hard in my childhood, but it also hits really hard in the fact that as an adult. I can still turn on Darkwing Duck and let's get dangerous. Like, get into (laughs) it. And, like, even though, like, and, like, when I say a parody of Batman, I mean, in the first episode, instead of him fighting, like, you know, like, Mr. Freeze or something, um, old boy who does Homer Simpson's voice is one of the main bad guys. Dan Castanella, I think, is the actor's name. He plays, like, a shock mouse, and his whole thing is, like, he's, like, electric and, and stuff. And then the next episode, a dude turns himself into a plant duck. And so he has, like, poison ivy powers. Bro, it is so funny. And, like, one of my favorite things about it is how, like, narcissistic Darkwing Duck is. And, like, well, I'm the superhero and I'm the very best. But, like, he just, like, messes everything up while doing his superheroing. Yeah. Which really is really funny. Like, it is... I don't know if I could make it make an argument for like people who are like hardcore. I need brutal like superhero stuff for it. Right. But like for somebody like you who is just as into like, oh, my God, this is super silly as me. Yeah. Darkwing Duck is definitely worth your time. You have a kid now. There's no reason why you can't watch Darkwing (laughs) Duck. Okay. Yeah. 
fine. Maybe I'll use that as my excuse to eventually watch it. There we go. But I'm not watching it anytime soon. Dude, I love <laughs> Dark Dark. Winter. I do have a child. He's only four months old. <laughs> it's going to be a couple years. When I was making this list, I knew he was going on here. And I was like, as soon as I say this, Austin's going to be. I actually don't. I didn't know who that was. So I had an idea of, you know, by his name, who it was and where it was from. I didn't actually know who it was. I love Dark so that, that's that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Classic. That's a good one. I, I think I, I mean, I don't think I have any any on here that's as funny as that. I do have one on here that I think will shock you as n- even being on here at all number one and number two being so high up. So, um, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah, nice job. All right, so my number eight, I struggled with him. Okay, because I wanted to put him a lot higher, but realized, and, and it's kind of like the Deadpool thing. Deadpool not even being here at all. At least this one made the list. He's just not. I, I feel like I only really like, like really like one comic line from him. Okay. Um, but my number eight is Wolverine. No way. Yeah. When I really thought about it, the X Men movies were cool. Okay. I I don't hate the the Fox X Men movies. All right? right. I mean, they, again, there's a nostalgia feature there. Right. Of course. And you know, I don't think we'll ever get a better actor than Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine. Um. Stop it. Don't say it. You know, you know who don't say you it. know who would be a great Wolverine. Don't say it, Harry Potter. Don't say it. Stop it. <laughs> Daniel dude, Radcliffe cannot D, be dude, Wolverine. D Rad would be because, like, look, I'm not getting, I'm not getting Tom Hardy as my Wolverine because he's already Venom doing an amazing job. He's may I add? Um, then I want D Rad. <laughs> no, I want Dan, absolutely not. either Daniel Radcliffe for Moon Knight or Daniel Radcliffe for Wolverine. Look, I would love Daniel Radcliffe for Moon Knight. Fantastic. I think this guy will do a good job in the show. Yeah, because they're doing like a Disney Plus series, right? Yeah, super and it, and it looks about, super good. Super pumped about that. But uh, but no, not Daniel Radcliffe. But yeah, so <laughs> but Wolverine though, I I do really like him, and every time he shows up in an X Men comic, um, it's a it's a crazy cool moment. You know, it's it's super awesome. Or other comics, like when he shows up in like a Spider-Man comic, right? Like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's getting real. Wolverine oh, now showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's but got the symbiote now. <laughs> but like, there's not a lot of development that happens with this character. Not not a lot. He doesn't really change a whole lot. But the one story that I love the most, and it's very obvious, is Old Man Logan. That's the, the, heartbreaking, is what it is. From from the very very first line in the comic all the way to the end. Old Man Logan is, like, one of the top three storylines, like, alternate universe storylines that I've ever, ever read. And and it's crazy good. Um, you know, like, watch it. And, of course, it's another one that's super gruesome. Um, but, like, the, the idea that he is the one that murders all of the other X-Men, that's crazy. And the toll that that takes on him because he's a character that's always that's always doing things like that. You know, he he does kill like the movies don't show it as much. But you have a character whose superpower other than the regeneration is to grow claws. He's not wounding anybody. He's killing. <laughs> He's oh, killing. Have all you right. see the '90s X-Men cartoon? He's a super good. He doesn't kill people into cartoons. <laughs> yeah, no, he's killing people. Oh, he ripping, don't, <laughs> ripping them to shreds. So, so 
So it's always nice when they actually show it, you know, yeah. because that's the only thing that makes sense. And it's kind of one of the problems I have with them is because so often because of what it is, they can't really show it unless you get these alternate universe comics. Right. So, but then to to see that he's the one that murders everybody all because of an illusion. Mysterio. From Mysterio. One of like, one of the like, kind of like throwaway-esque villains he very he's very hit or miss Mysterio is, but he like to see him in this comic really shine that, is crazy. Right, and that's that is one of the things about the old man Logan universe that hits so hard is the villains getting together and Mysterio being like, I freaking hate losing. Spider Man can see through all my illusions because he's got spider sense, and then I literally can't remember. I think it's Magneto or like one of the is it doom i can't remember it's one of the villains like leading this charge of attack goes why don't you go fight wolverine instead right. and then mysterio's like i never i never thought of that you before. mean you mean go four blocks the other way in new york city and fight wolverine instead of spider-man and then he does and then all of the x-men are dead yeah like just like that and no yeah it's it just the whole concept of the comic later on is that all this the supervillains win what happens when the supervillains actually win? Well, what happens is they split up the United States into sections. But there's one there's one superhero that nobody can beat. He beats himself, and, and that's the Incredible Hulk. None of them could beat him, but they didn't really have to worry about him because that gamma radiation got to him. And he uh, had forceful – we'll use the word forceful uh, babies. Yeah, for, forceful relations with his uh, cousin She-Hulk. Had uh, incest Hulk babies, and then they they kill Wolverine's family, and Wolverine says, "All right, it's time to bring." Because that's the part I missed too. He kills everybody, goes, "All right, I'm never letting the claws out again." His wounds literally heal from where the claws have been coming out of his his fist. Family dies. All right, it's game time now, and then he just murders everybody, including the Incredible. Hulk. He lets the Hulk eat him. And then he cuts himself out. Yeah. It is such a brutal – like, <clears throat> when he – when folks at home, when he's talking about how brutal this comic is, I'm saying the Incredible Hulk, first off, murders Wolverine's family after having forceful relations with his own cousin. But then he eats Wolverine to stop him, and Wolverine goes, okay, and then cuts himself out like – freaking pinocchio from the white from whale <laughs> and just rips himself out and goes shouldn't have did that bub and then hulk's just laying there in pieces yep yeah it's it's a great story um i wish all of his stories were like that but they're not and so that's why he's so low on my list yeah but um who's your number eight <laughs> oh you're giggling one punch! Oh my god, I don't know anything number, about this guy. Number eight is One Punch Man. One of my favorite animes that I've seen recently. I know, I know you don't you don't do a lot of the animes. Right. Um, I do enjoy the animes, but you understand the premise of One Punch Man. He punches things one time and they go boom. He's a joke character. Exactly, but that's the part that hits so hard. Is that he's written as a joke character. Ooh, you're cracking open a cold one with the boys. Cracking open a cold one with the boys. 
he's he's written as a joke character, right? 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats and a 10-kilometer run every day for the last three years, and then he can one-punch. He literally, at the I think it's the end of season one, he punches a meteor that's, like, big enough to blow up the Earth. He punches it one time, and it completely it disintegrates to pieces, right? Hilarious. What makes One Punch Man on this list is that out of all of the superheroes we've talked about so far, and I'm willing to say even the superheroes that we're going to continue to talk about, none of them are as personally relatable because he has to deal with like this this mentality that nothing's ever going to be better. Right. Like, I am the best that I'm going to be. Nothing can change that. Nobody's ever going to challenge me. So I have to live the rest of my poor guy miserable and indestructible life being sad. And like I love it because it's like I kind of I kind of like I get it, you know? Like you get to you get to fun. I know exactly how it feels to be way <laughs> too powerful. No, but that's the thing, right? <laughs> Just like kidding. is he he has this like infinite power but nothing to do with it. Right. And it's that like feeling of like hopelessness and uselessness that I think Saitama gets so much of his character from that I'm just like, yeah, I, f- I feel this guy. Like he's, I super recommend you watch it because even though you're not a big anime guy, that's literally what One Punch Man was written for, was for people who aren't going to get into it and try to Or relate. just don't like it. Right. Or, or to make tr- fun of it. Because it is, it is like what I, from what I do know about it, I don't know a ton about it. So, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is kind of just satire almost in a way. Just Absolutely. it's kind of making fun of Goku and making fun of Superman and, and making fun of those characters while also still having a good story behind it. Absolutely, and that's I'll watch it eventually. Oh, dude, uh, I'll get to it. I recommend both of the the dude who wrote. I I don't know his name, so I do apologize for all of my weeaboos at home who know this dude's name and have seen everything he's ever drawn. But the dude who makes One Punch Man also made Mob Psycho 100, which isn't superhero related. It's all like ghosts and like tele telepathic powers and stuff like that. It's not as much like capes and your leotards. You right. know what I mean? But I personally, like if this was an anime list, would put Mob Psycho above One Punch Man. But I do still super recommend watching both of them. Hmm. So okay. good. Cool. So you're number seven, my friendo. Number seven. So, the the show on Disney Plus was great, and I know you didn't watch it, but I liked it. Um, but Scarlet Witch is definitely my number six hero. You were number seven, bro. Or seven, seven. Sorry, seven, seven. <laughs> my number seven hero. Uh, wait, no. You got them out of order. Ten, nine. Yeah, yeah seven. Sorry. I <laughs> All of mine say one because that's how the notes work in here. Oh, no. Oh, no. So they all say one. Um, But, yeah, so she's my number seven hero, um, hands down. Um, She's super powerful. Her her character's cool. Um, The the comic where, you know, Marvel does a lot of retconning. And – but you can't say they don't do it in cool ways. And that's one thing. Like comic books, one of the biggest complaints that a lot of people have with comic books is, oh, a character died? Wait two more months. <laughs> and so – Absolutely. And, oh, they died again? Wait two more months. 
And so it's like they bring a lot of characters back, but you got to give them credit where credit's due. When they do retcon, they do it in cool ways. No, no more mutants. When, when comic writers realize, look, we got a lot of, of mutants. Um, we got too many to know what to do with. Um, we want to focus on some specific ones. How do we do that? Oh, let's have Scarlet Witch take everyone's powers away. Except for, like, I, I don't remember exactly what the percentage was. Mm-hmm. But it was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like 95% of all mutants' powers were just gone. I haven't read this or, like, watched anything on this comic series. So really? I am, I'm not aware. Which is why I made that face when you said Scarlet Witch. Because I was like... Why? The, the knowledge I have of Scarlet Witch is very minuscule, and right. the, that I do have is... You took everything from me. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Like, that's <laughs> all I have. That is all I have. everything. Yeah, no. No, she... And in this comic, she, she gets... I, I don't... I don't remember. I had it all in my noggin. It's just one of those things where I had it all in my noggin, and I cannot remember exactly what, what goes what causes the problem but by the end of the comic she she's losing it and she just looks up and goes no more mutants and boom like 95 percent of their powers all totally gone that's wiped away it's nuts dude yeah and so and like even in the even in the marvel movies going going to that because i am a really big fan of the marvel movies and um she is a good character she's like she is what the what Marvel wanted Captain Marvel to be. That's who Scarlet Witch is. Because Captain Marvel as a character and Brie Larson as an actress suck. So bad. So, so bad. I'll fight anyone on it. She's awful. They made a character with zero flaws only because of what she has between her legs. That's who Captain Marvel is. Scarlet Witch is a also a female with lots and lots and lots of problems like normal humans and with even more problems that we don't have because we don't have superpowers. And she's still crazy awesome. The actress is incredible. She blows her twin sisters out of the water. Um, Mary Kate. And Ashley. I have no idea. I legit have You don't no know who Mary-Kate and Ashley is from no. Full House? So, I've never seen Full House. I didn't have TV growing up. Okay, but come on. It's one of those things where, like, everyone knows who that is. D- no, I don't! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm it's fine. sorry. I it's know fine. John Stamos, an old boy who just died. Um, What was his name? What's his name? I don't know. Oh, Oh, Bob Saget! Yeah, Bob Saget, yeah. <laughs> I only remember it from those, like, 2007, <laughs> yeah. uh, the fat guy who just, like, goes co- like goes nuts and smashes Guitar Hero controllers. It's like, oh, Bob Saget! <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so I just, in the comics, she's a great character. In the movie, she's one of my, my top three favorite heroes all throughout the MCU. Um, she's only third to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And and Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, and she she does play the character incredibly well. She does. Now her accent slips in and out, and they kind of make fun of that too in the in the Disney Plus show. They kind of bring that up in one of the episodes when you know I know you haven't watched it, I haven't. but like at, some people probably at home have. There's a part where because how the show works is they're going through different time periods, um, right? With different types of shows, and one of them 
they they are like, where'd your accent go? And then that's where like reality starts kind of breaking through for her, and she's realizing stuff's weird, and and then snaps it right back. So, re- really good character. Who's your who's your uh, number seven? My number seven's Captain America. Mm, okay. Um. Now, if you would have asked me, like, if you would ask teenage Avery what I thought of Captain America, I'd be like, he's lame. Like, yeah. He's not that cool. But as I'm as I'm getting old in, in, in my night nice old age of 22 i have i have realized that like i i i i kind of i kind of mess with captain america because one of my one of my things was like like how can you be that that full of yourself to like make your entire superhero identity the nation you're from now this is not now not i'm not trying to like tick off any other america i'm from indiana like i'm also an american but like captain britain what are you doing oh congratulations with the you know what never mind that joke's gonna stop there (laughs) (laughs) but like (laughs) we're gonna have to edit that out but um like yeah like i said same thing with captain britain and i can't remember if captain canada is actually one of them i i, don't I, I super dude they so have many. a superhero team and sasquatch is on that team no 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 so i always make fun of that guy for being called captain canada but his name's the guardian and he's actually yeah, he's guardian. actually sick like his he's got like well, we- i would say he's sick no he's got some like <laughs> gnarly superpowers but like but right so like having this whole I'm the goodest American boy, and I like apple pie, baseball, and some other third basic American thing. And freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. <laughs> what the? There's a kilometer! <laughs> you know what I mean? But as, like, with the MCU and some of the uh, the the new tie-ins and, like, the Civil War comics, when you kind of sit down and you think about captain america this man's was born in the third 20s the late 20s early 30s because he was 18 by the 40s because he fought in world war ii right so this man's grew up in the 30s and 40s fought for what he thought was the greatest country because nobody could outdo the usa because we were the good old boys and we were sticking it to hitler right and then he wakes up 80, like 70, 80 years later, whatever, and then is brought with this new America where, like, in the comic books and whatever you think about real life, you know what I mean? There's all this back alley dealings and, like, the government's not the good old boys anymore. And it's right. like – It's all corruption. And it's like the, the people versus the government in a way. And, you know, people are like, well, Captain America would stick with the government. And it's like, no, Captain America believes in the people. That's his whole thing. In, like, Civil War, like, that, I know that's one of the big arguments that is had where, like, like what, well, why doesn't Captain America agree with Tony? Like, why, why wouldn't he go with his government? Because he knows the government's full of it. Like, right. that's like that, that whole comic thing is like. And, and it's that comic, too, where he really actually learns it, like, yeah, hands exactly. on. He does, he does learn it. Because he, he's really just for the people. And 
He's really just, he's more about freedom. He's not about government. He's about the idea of what the government was back then. And it, that's not what it is. And it's, it's just one of those things where he like, when you first hear that there's a superhero called Captain America, you're like, that's cool. And then you realize as you're like reading about him, like he's actually like, he's one of those dudes, like he's one of those superheroes that would just as quickly help my grandma across the street as he would like fight the third Reich. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like punch Hitler in the face. (laughs) And there's just something about that that I think is really wholesome. You know what yeah, I mean? And no, I agree. So he he definitely deserves my my never said. Yeah, no, I I like Captain America. He's not on my list, um, but I do like him, and he he does have that weird like I could only imagine like it's a very good story to think of someone from the 30s and 40s waking up all of a sudden in 2021. What does that look Just like? Insane. Yeah, that's nuts. How do you not turn into that. a supervillain? Like- yeah, for real. And for him <laughs> to keep his morals, and it they. He gets a little darker later on in some pretty good comics, and then you got that awful comic where they're like, actually, he was a Hydra agent the whole time. That wasn't actually him, though. It was uh, – I can't remember, but it's like a doppelganger essentially because yeah. I know the comic you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but a- his real – well, and his real self, though, is like trapped in this other dimension, and he has to fight his way back. It's it very doesn't dumb. make a whole lot of sense, but I remember reading the Hail Hydra when he, yeah and like i literally was like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah like, I, uh, like our, it our was friend nigel uh yeah our friend nigel showed it to me and i was like yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> no like it was it was cool to think about in that moment but then but then you really think but then when you read the comic and it's like oh by the way he was this guy the whole time right and then you're kind of like oh this is dumb but like come on there was that part of you that was like, let Cap have it. Let yeah, Cap, for real. Let Cap go crazy and then yeah. bring him back at the end, but you give him two comics to just go completely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I do. I like him, and I, I think uh, I think it's a really, really good character. Yeah. Um, so, we're on number six, right? Yes, that is, sir. Okay, that is what comes after, or before seven. <laughs> anyway, um, this one is more from, from my childhood. Um. It was actually probably he was probably one of the first examples, early examples that I had of superheroes. So like, before I get into it, I didn't know a ton about superheroes, or really introduced to it at all until I was a little older. Yeah. Like I watched Tobey Maguire's Spider Man and Cool with Spider Man, but until the first Iron Man movie came out, I actually didn't know anything. Sure. Yeah. And so and I really didn't, and I didn't have like, I didn't have comic books growing up. I didn't. I didn't read them. I knew who Spider Man was, but like I, I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. Um, but this show was in my childhood. Um, I don't think you've watched it. If you say Veggie Tales, I'm going to jump <laughs> over this table. If you're it's like, not if tales. you're like Super Larry from Episode Four of Veggie Tales, <laughs> I'm going to throw this mic out of my face and Indeed, absolutely I throw it. You know how funny that would have been, man. I probably would have missed. I, we probably would have got canceled because I would have just said some things that <laughs> like they'd been like, "That's too many swears sorry, in a row." T- sorry, Twitter, but this is needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but it's Ang from uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. You know. It disappoints me so much that I haven't sat down and watched all of Avatar. It disappoints me too. I though. have seen – I did start it. I did. Uh-huh. I did when it came to Netflix. I I watched like the first 
it's five, six, seven, eight, eight episodes, somewhere in that range. And I loved it. Like, one, what an amazing, what an amazing way to introduce kids to anime, first off. Because right. that's what it is. It is an American anime. You yeah. know, it's that, that same art style. But it's an American, it's American humor with anime-inspired, like, Japanese-inspired artwork with an overarching story. Now, as a superhero pick, I find very interesting because I wouldn't, in my head, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Aang's a superhero. But now that I'm sitting here kind of, like, gestating on it, like... He is. Yeah. Well, so he's he's the Avatar, and that is kind of their protector hero. There isn't really, there isn't really heroes and villains in this universe. Um, you have bad people that use powers, but, like, you have good firebenders. You have bad waterbenders because in the waterbending community there's like bloodbending that's very forbidden what is that it's blood it's it's exactly what it sounds like they use the water water with it flowing through blood to control people and cripple them that's gnarly i dude you need to watch the show Bro, no, that's not in that that is in the show dude, the show was made for 12 year olds there's no there, way that was in there i want to say it wasn't I'm pretty sure there was a moment where his like love interest, man. Now I'm second guessing myself, but I I know I know it's a thing because it's like the girl that's with him through the whole show. Uh, um, uh, Katara, Katara. Why can't I think of her name? Dude, I have. No I idea. love this I show. I've watched the show know. a million times. I don't know I why I tried to help. I like I said, I've seen six <laughs> um, episodes. Um, oh yeah, uh, but Korra, she, right? Korra, no, Legend no. of Korra. That's no. like the <laughs> that's right. That's the other Avatar. Um. <laughs> No, but like she she finds out you can do it from like a a witch character, and she almost uses it, and I think she does once, and then she's like, "Nah, that's forbidden." There's a reason we don't use that. But yeah, it's it's a thing, I promise. But then you have like you you have different versions of like what? What are you laughing about? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) All right, back to it. Anyway, um. Avery just said something inappropriate, and I had to get out. So, uh, <laughs> My apologies. I, I'm sorry, children. <laughs> he, he just had to say it. Uh, go, go watch our episode on Patreon, and, and uh, you can, uh, you can, you can hear. We don't even say. have a Patreon at this point. Listen, not yet. I'll put it on will. my Twitter, and then you guys can just see <laughs> what I said on my Twitter. Too. That's probably back. I get to. But anyway, it's it's a great it's a great show, and he is their their superhero in a way. I I would consider him a superhero. It's a it's a great show because he he finds out. Like kind of, it's not really a spoiler alert, but he finds out at the age of like twelve, because he is a twelve-year-old at the beginning of that show. That's insane. That he's going to be the Avatar, the most important person in the world, and he's going to be that. He gets scared, runs away, gets frozen in ice, kind of like Captain America, and then gets found. Still, is this twelve-year-old though, and still has to deal with the exact same problems, but now. All of the airbenders are dead. All of his friends, his mask, anybody he could learn from, they're all dead, annihilated. And he's still got to deal with the same problem. Perfect example that you can't run away from your problems. That's basically the whole premise of the show. Now, from what I have seen, those six episodes, there's two things that stick out that, like, have formed core memories. One, the dude who, like, is in charge of all the Earth people was, like, his homie from the from thousand the years ago he's not really in charge is, of all the earth people but he in charge but, of that area or whatever. yeah it's that city super hilarious one of the funniest plot twists i've ever seen and then they still like 
rip through the town in the carts. So funny. Yeah. And then the second thing was that he was like, well, I've been around for a thousand years, so of course I remembered your clans. Because there was, like, these prissy people and then these, like, schmuck people who were like, yeah. we don't use forks. And then the, sh- the <laughs> fancy people were like, we have 12 forks for each meal. Like, like you know what I mean? That was yeah. the whole thing. And he was like, no, they loved each other. You guys just misinterpreted it. And they're like, oh, we feel so bad. And then, like, the two clans, like, love each other again. And then old girl, again, can't re- don't know her name, comes up to him and is like, wow, did you – that was such a good story. I can't believe you actually knew them. And Aang's like, I didn't. I'm literally lied to them because I was sick of them fighting. Love that. So good. It's the same thing as your parents being like, I'm going to tell Santa Claus. You're bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so good. So good. No, but yeah, it's, it's a great show. Just don't watch the live action movie and you're good to go. Okay. So who's your number six? My number six is something that I remember seeing vaguely in an animated movie. And it scared me and, like, made me really sad for a while when I was a young boy because I did grow up with a lot of superheroes. Dude, first off, CW Batman cartoon. Oh, so good. I don't know if you've seen it. It's yeah, just called no. The Batman. No, I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. So good. With and a I'm, good Joker? My favorite Joker. Yeah, no, favorite I iteration. agree. I agree, and he's so different from any other iteration so that we've good. even seen now, but he's great. I can't remember if it was part of that cartoon or if it was a different one, or if it's, like, a weird fever dream where you, like, you know, when you, like, you have a dream, and then you combine, like, things that you've seen all together, so you make this weird, like, fantasy in your head. Yeah. But to get to my number six, it's Jason Todd, which is Robin number two. Um, for you folks at home, if you don't know that, uh, Robin from the Batman series. Uh, so after Dick Grayson um, is kind of like, yo, Bats, I'm a big boy now, I kind of want to do my own thing jason todd comes in who's this like one i kind of love the character um dichotomy because nightwing or dick grayson (laughs) like growing up from whatever age his parents died to when he becomes nightwing i don't know what that time differential is but from that difference he's like golly gee batman we gotta go i love being your sidekick blah 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 blah. and he's like this super enthusiastic like happy-go-lucky kid right and then jason todd comes along smoking a cigarette at like 12 years old and he's like listen dude i don't care i'm stealing tires off the batmobile i don't care what's going on right now and so you know batman takes him under his wing because like his mom was a drug addict and like gets killed by two-face i'm pretty sure and his dad uh pulled a pulled up my biological dad and hit the peace sign and just disappeared (laughs) so (laughs) so the dude just has this like terrible life he steals car parts to pay for food and literally cigarettes like that wasn't even a joke like in the comic that he's first in batman's like that's bad for your health kid and so he picks up the mantle of robin right right and there was this thing now i didn't know this because i did a little bit of extra research um, while making my list and there was a competition mm-hmm. for death of for death in the family to see who dies in the bat family and you awful millennials decided we're going to kill jason todd first off thanks for breaking my childhood Wait, hold heart. on hold on hold on nobody one person picked that jason todd it was a rigged vote oh i did see that where it was yeah like and the that's why they brought him back that's the only reason he came back as Red Hood. So 
actually, uh, so it's actually a very think, good thing that okay, happened. But it still gave me nightmares as a kid because I'm pretty sure in the episode of the CW Batman, Jason Todd dies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I'm that pretty happens. sure he does too. Crowbat and all. No, it doesn't get Crowbat <laughs> back. But yeah, so again, for you listeners at home who don't know, the Joker gets a hold of Jason Todd because um, the Joker like splits him and Batman up. I can't remember what the trap is or whatever. But essentially splits them up. I think he just kidnaps him. Oh, it, no, no, no. It's after he shoots Barbara Gordon. No. No, is that the, that's no, the same that's com- a different. No, no that's a different that's, comic line. Is it? Yeah, it's a different comic line. Because um, the last, I think it's called The Last Laugh is when he shoots oh, Barbara. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But it is. It has something to do with Gordon or something. like. Because Batman's off somewhere else doing something. Harley Quinn and Joker get a hold of Jason. You know, Joker calls him up and it's like, hey, Bats, I got your boy. And then Batman's like, I'm coming to get you, Jason. Don't worry. And then Batman shows up and Jason Todd has been beaten nearly to death. Like, he's still breathing, like just choking on his own fluid, essentially. Beaten to death almost with a crowbar inside of a room filled with explosive. So as soon as Batman gets there, boom, explodes him. Jason's dead. And that's what you think the end of it is. Then comes Tim Drake, who becomes Robin number three. And Tim Drake is, well, he's whatever. He's Tim Drake. I don't know. He, he, he becomes Red Robin because eventually Damien shows up, which I like Damien Wayne as well. I don't have Damien's a- one of my, I think is my, f- I, I like Nightwing as Nightwing. I didn't love him as Robin because he's a little okay. whiny. I think Damien. <laughs> Let's go, Batman. He's literally like that He's guy. that and then turns into, but. <laughs> Damian Wayne is, I think, my favorite Robin. Oh, he's so good. But no, yeah, Red Hood's a, a very so, good. Yeah, very so good he comes back um, with uh, Rayshaw Ghoul's uh, Lazarus Lazarus Pit and is pissed. That's my first. Well, next, the what the Lazarus Pit does to people too. But yeah, well, it does. But yeah, absolutely. And so he's just he's so mad that the Batman just left joker alive yeah didn't even get revenge but like that's like his whole niche but jason doesn't care and so for the first like i don't know how many comics it is but for the first like while that he's back he's a villain he's just like i'm killing he's a villain for a while yeah he's like i'm killing the the bat yeah and everybody else too i'm killing joker i'm killing everybody yeah he's got a hit list and he's trained by the bat, so like he's got all the fighting techniques, but he's got a get. Like he knows, <laughs> he knows all the secrets for the bat cave, what the password to the oh. door is, his password to his computer. Rest in peace, Oracle. But like he knows, um, yeah. It. I just started playing Arkham Knight, so like, <laughs> yeah. this is also part. Well, of and you knew like that's the bad thing about it is it's such a good story, but they've never done anything different with the story mm-hmm. that like. You know who it is. <laughs> you yeah, know, you yeah. know who it is. Right, in like Arkham I didn't. Knight when you well, because like it. I've never played Arkham Knight before. So then, as soon as it showed up, I was like, "Oh, Jason Todd's here." And then yeah. I was looking through the extra costumes because I have all the DLC, like because I just bought yeah. it the other day, and it literally says when you're looking at the costumes, "Oh, this is Jason Todd." I was like, "Oh, well, thanks for that spoiler." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so then he eventually becomes part of the Bat family with. Barbara and whatever else the new Batgirl, Batwoman, Robin, Nightwing, Bat Dog, Alfred. Uh, <laughs> there's the Bat, there's Black. I, is it Blackwing? 
or not or Darkwing, Darkwing. I th- no, what is it? Oh, the super, the super like advanced suit against the black guy. Oh, I think it's called. I think it. I think it's dark because I was. I was, there, there's a huge ass bat family. Is like kind of yeah, the point there's, anyway. There's like three different female bat it's, people. It's Batwoman, Batgirl, and the her name's like oh my god, Huntress. The spoiler, the spoiler. Because uh, I just read about her um, the other day as well. She takes up the role of Robin, Batgirl, and Batwoman at different times throughout the comic history, but then. She's also the spoiler because she is the daughter of one of the supervillains. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is leaving behind like puzzles on how he killed somebody. And then he quits doing that and just starts murdering people. So then she dons her outfit and then like starts spoiling his crimes, works with Tim Drake. They become a thing because Tim Drake just be pulling in all the ladies. He gets Barbara. He gets... Uh, he gets old girl and then like which is like it's hilarious because Dick Grayson's just like but I liked Barbara Forrest and it doesn't matter because Tim Drake's here to take your girl but you know out of all of the Bat family everyone in the Bat family believes in the we don't kill people people can be saved they just need to like go to prison and blah 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 blah. but Jason Todd's like or hear me out nine mil back of the head (laughs) and I I like that I like the, the black sheep of it I like that after he's calmed down from his little temper tantrum <laughs> of murdering people. Um, after he's calmed down from his uh, temper tantrum, he's just like, I was being a butthole. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm still going to kill people, though. <laughs> I'm still going to use guns. Yeah. Well, no, he still he still pops people. Like, he'll, Well, not always. Not always, but like. Not when he's working with the Batman. He definitely doesn't yeah, He doesn't care if Two-Face right. is falling off a building. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. All right, so moving on. Halfway through the list, number five. Number five, Burger King of Foot. Oh, you're the worst. Um. So my number five, I think, is my first DC character. Sure is. Okay. Um, and you're probably not going to agree with this. My – I have – it used to be a lot worse, but I still do. I have a huge obsession with superheroes who don't have actual superpowers. I yeah. a, a lot of my superheroes have always have always been ones that don't have superpowers. Now Hawkeye has fallen off my list, but the other Archer that hasn't fallen off my list is Green Arrow. Oh no, Green Arrow is a great choice, my friend. Green Arrow is incredible. The the his jokey version in the comics is great and then the animated shows, the CW show, those DC shows, say what you want about them, they're not good now, but man, that that Arrow show when it started, the first like 3 seasons, awesome. With the Green Arrow show, from CW, the first few seasons, I was able to convince Cassidy to watch all of them in order of <laughs> release. So we were jumping. Eventually, we got down the line where we were jumping. We would watch Green Arrow, Flash, DC Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and then go back through. And eventually, we stopped watching some of the other ones because they got way too bad. Because no Smallville? What the hell? Well, Smallville's not a part of the <laughs> universe. Well, technically it is. They did do a 
Um, Infinite Earths. I know you. I never watched. No, I never watched <laughs> any of this, so I was. I had no idea. But but I mean, we uh we we loved it so much that our son's name Oliver, and and it is that is where we got the inspiration. We didn't necessarily say we want to name. Oh, we love this show. We want to name a kid after Green Arrow. But I mean, it did. It that is what it inspired it. We were watching the whole time she was pregnant. We were watching Green Arrow. So um. Yeah, it, it's a great show. Um, the he's a great character too. Outside of the show, he's a totally different character. The character, the show, kind of turned him into Batman. He's very dark and gritty, and sneaks up on people, and starts out being a little too brutal, and then gets a little, little better. They did kind of turn him into Batman a little bit. Um, I mean, he actually starts out killing, so that's not really Batman style. Right. But, um, but you know what I mean. He has a, the you know his bunker underground and he's got an oracle and felicity even at one point gets uh shot in the back and paralyzed from the waist down um so you know they they really took a a number out of of batman's book um which is so lame because green arrow does have so much character right that you could give it now he isn't like surprisingly enough not on my list but he should have been like I, i do and like in the Injustice series specifically, mm, both games yeah. and comic, not only is Green Arrow one of the characters I'm best with in the fighting game because his kit Same. is so much fun, but like just a dope superhero. I he he's one of those. He's got the same problems with his sidekicks. Speedy, his sidekick <laughs> is addicted to Speedy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he um you know he he has some issues with him. That guy eventually goes off, becomes Arsenal, um, yeah. because he's like, "Nah, I don't, I don't like you. I, I we're, I'm tired of your crap. I'm gonna be a real hero, you know." Um, has problems with that. He he dates Black Canary, and Black Canary's crazy, weird, r- real weird story, hard to keep up on. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just there's not a lot to say on it though. It, it's one of those where. He doesn't have the best comics, solo comics. Right. I don't even know if he has very many at all. The Kevin sh- Smith did a couple of them, actually. Yeah. His, his, the show, I love the show. I, I, it's just one of those where there's not a bunch of great examples of it. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. even though people, some, most people don't. So it's just, it's just one of those things. Who's your number five? Uh, my number five is somebody we've already talked about. Okay. Number five is my Invincible. Okay. I. Dude. Number five. Number five. Dude, Invincible. Again, I watched the whole show in literally a day. Yeah, I, me too. I started it uh, eight hours later. I was in tears. Like, it's... Amazon's killing it. Amazon is killing it. Good job, Amazon. Only two shows. Like, I, The Boys and Invincible. I haven't it. seen The Boys You need yet. to watch I The know, Boys. I know. I know. I, I was supposed to watch The Boys instead of Invincible, but I said, eh, Invincible's animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Avery's actually definitely not a grown-up and can't watch live-action shows. It's true. I don't have the attention span for it. At least when it's animated, it's pretty. Um, it's the Spider-Man arc, right, of the great power comes great responsibility. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't say it. Say it with me. Ready? Responsibility. I hate you so much. So, it's the same 
story Spider-Man has with Uncle Ben. And then Uncle Ben's like, hey, by the way, I want to kill you. <laughs> and everyone and else. <laughs> everyone else. And it's it's heartbreaking. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, it does have an amazing way of being like, hey, did you know that there are infinite kinds of people on this planet? Right. And they're all superheroes now. And I'm going to have literally like, even though I don't much care for, what's the redheaded girl's name? I don't know. Uh, Adam Eve. Yeah. Like Eve. It's something like that. (laughs) It's been a while since I watched it. I need to go back and watch it. But yeah. She's because she controls the the stuff. But like I literally couldn't care less about her. But I'm glad that somewhere out there there's like, you know, that quirky. Well, because even her, like her character in the show, you know, is the one that kind of was like, you know, screw you guys. I'm going out on my own and figuring out who I am as a person and an independent, like, I mean, not to be, not to be cheesy, but like an actual independent woman. She goes out into the forest and and makes a home out in the middle of nowhere. Now, as much as I wanted to make this a point, I have, I've been trying to get my hands on copies of the comic. Uh The dude who wrote it is working so close with the animation process That's awesome. because he wants to like revise some of the things that he wrote too quickly and wants to put more story into it. That's cool. So by only watching for you folks at home as well, for you who are only seeing the animated version, that is what he wants it to That's be. That's awesome. So like if you don't that, have the That comics, makes me feel so good. Oh yeah, see same. But what I have read about the comics and from the comics and story synopsis and the information that I have gotten, unfortunately, Invincible and her get together, which I am very upset about. Not because uh, I don't like her. kind of hang at it, though. Right, show. but, like, not because I don't like her as a character, but because I, A, like the idea of him being with yeah. the girlfriend that he's with. Because mm-hmm. um, she's, she's super great. I love her as a character. I thought... I thought that it would be a really cool scenario of, like, he has to balance his superhero life with his regular kid life, with his girlfriend, or maybe even his girlfriend becoming his guy in a chair, if you mm-hmm. will, where she's, like, in his earpiece and, like, they work together even though she has no superpowers. And then Adam Eve, which I'm pretty sure is her name. I'm just going to keep saying that until the comments tell me that I'm dumb. But I'm going to look it up. I'm not going to tell um, you what it is, but I'm going to look it oh, up. Oh, thank you. Um, but then having him and her just be friends. Because that is something in media that I still think is wrote, written really poorly. Now, Invincible does a great job, including, you know, all people of all walks of life in its show. But something I hate is that guys and girls can't be friends without wanting to bang. Right. It drives me nuts. And in everything, and everything that that's written, like Batman and Catwoman, like they work together a lot. And then people are like, oh, they bang. And then the people who wrote the comics were like, okay, yeah, they bang now. It's like, why? Yeah. Why can't they just be friends? Why can't they just be homies? This is why people think that guys and girls can't just be friends. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was really hoping they would do differently Invincible. But from what I've read, they don't do that. So then, um, Austin, I believe it is time for your number four. My number four. I'm giving up on looking it up. All right, so (laughs) – Here's the whammy. You ready for the whammy? Jamie, 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 look that, look that up. Yeah, Jamie, look that up for us. Thanks. <laughs> um, so here, here's my whammy. I, I think you'll be surprised. It's my first, the first anime I watched, and um, 
the first real anime on the list for me and my only the only one going into it um it it's uh shoto todoroki from uh from my hero oh wow that is four. that is out of left field bro. it is out of left field i know um i like you said i'm not a big anime guy now i could be and i think i will be as i watch more right um but i only like half of it i like the the gritty battle focused anime i don't like a lot i don't like the whininess of some of the other anime where it's just kind of like oh main character in case you forgot two from two seconds ago he's the main character bro <laughs> like even even like because i watched death note and even that's like oh l this l that l this l that and i've like, never watched death note and like and and my hero is the same way with with deku um and i I had a bit of a problem with him, and this is just the perfect example of how I like more of the gritty stuff is Shogo Togoroki is all the other anime. You know, that's who this character kind of is. He's he's cool. He's badass. He uh, – the, the fire ice thing for number one is just so cool. Such like how how do you – that how do you have a more powerful character? And that's, his, that's the point is he was, you know – bred basically he was it was selective breeding which is so by his up. his father who went out and only mated with a ice superhero not once not twice not three times but i think they have there's he has three siblings yeah enough to make that woman go crazy because she's in a yeah she goes loony yeah and it's because endeavor's so crazy he's but a bad dude. yeah he's not i mean he's a hero but you know Bullshit. yeah he's so he but yeah, Todoroki is such a, a, a cool character. I loved I, – I hate that it was basically season two. You finally got to learn more about him, and they're like, oh, he's he's cool. And then it's like now he's a side character because Deku's the only one that matters. And it's like, come on. I want to see more of Todoroki. I do disagree with you to a, a small point just because I have a little bit more – anime in general knowledge right imagine being a krillin fan okay i know you don't know what that means but like <laughs> i know what that imagine, means i know who krillin is imagine liking dragon ball z and liking other characters other than goku or vegeta because my favorite character is master roshi and you haven't seen roshi since dragon ball so then why so do you like, disagree with me you should agree with me then because i think my hero academia does one of the best jobs of being like there are other characters no i agree because because there are like i mean best girl froppy gets her own episode where she's with the walrus gang and they and they and she goes and fights all the bad guys oh, I, love, I don't i don't like her i love frog girl she's so i know you do she's so sweet she I, she's one of she's one of my favorite characters and like all my is my favorite character because of how cheesy like i am here all might is here love that so I do, like I said, I disagree with you to some extent because I think that My Hero does a better job about letting you know about sidekicks, yeah. like side characters. And then there like at least is, you get a full episode. Right. And, you know, and like I, season two was basically half of it was about Shogo Toku. Uh, wow. Todoroki. I'm just going to say Todoroki. I know that's also in, <laughs> I know that's also Endeavor, but that's his last name. Right. Still. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I see hot. Yeah. I see hot. There we go. I'll just say I see hot. But yeah, I. I, w I was very pleasantly surprised 
because I love that character. I actually rewatching my hero right now. Are you? I am, and I really do. I still do. I didn't know if maybe because it was this list that got me thinking, and when I really thought about my list, I was like, I want to put, I want to put, I want to throw him off and put an anime character on here. But then I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to just throw things in there for the purpose of having it on there. I want this to actually be a top ten. Absolutely. And then I really thought about it, and I think I really do like Todoroki more than these other six people I've already talked about. Sure, yeah. He, he's definitely up there. The like struggle he has with, I'm not using my fire side. My dad wants me to so bad, and I'm not going to. But he doesn't do it in a whiny way or a disobedient way. He doesn't in a... Nah, dude, you ruined my life. I'm not doing it. I know this is what you want. This is out of spite. I'm not doing it. But then he does it anyway, and when he finally does, and then he he works side by side with his dad even though he doesn't want to. He just he does it because he knows it'll make him better. And then and then the fight, the fight with him and Deku and Ida and the Stain. hero killer. Yeah, Stain. Oh man! Oh that my was god! So cool. It's the such a good that, fight. The fact that they took Stain out so quickly kind of, is kind of upsetting. I would love to see him a lot more, but I understand why they did it. But man, that seeing seeing him go all out in that alleyway, yeah, dude, so cool, so cool. So, um, just to add to this My Hero conversation, real quick, I know you're not much into the manga side of animes, like you don't usually yeah, read no. them. But I do know that there is two, I believe two, I could be wrong, comments let us know because, like, we do enjoy the anime. There are two spinoff mangas from My Hero. So there's My Hero Vigilantes, which is a completely different side of it. It's about a whole bunch of kids. It's about a kid. It's like a boy, a girl, and, like, a 45-year-old man. And they can't get their hero license. So then they become vigilantes, which is just as illegal as being a supervillain. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's cool. I oh, wait for it. So, I don't know his quirk. I don't know her quirk, and I think it's a guy and a girl. I can't remember, but the forty-five-year-old guy, which I again don't know if he's forty-five because I haven't read it. No quirk. He just throws on a bandana and goes out and kicks ass because that's the right thing to do. And I love that. <laughs> so, That's like, cool. It's it's on my list of things that I need to read, like, soon. Like, I need to finish JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and then I need to read. Yeah. Um, that, and then there's another, like I said, another My Hero spinoff called, like, Team Up Missions or something like that. But it focuses more on the bromance between not actual bromance, like they're not like doing it, but like the actual. Between um, Bakugo, Deku, and Todoroki. That's cool. So, no, I don't hate Bakugo as a I, as a character either. I I like him more. They than do Deku. such a good. They do such a good job of him being just like this. <laughs> I'm an ass, but and I'm he's also just, not a bad guy. But, because but, they have that moment in the show where he gets kidnapped, and they're like, "Come on, be a supervillain." And and part of me, that part of me, we were talking about earlier, where you want to see the the good guys be bad. I, I almost wanted him to be. To be bad, but it would have ruined it if if they did. And he still was like, I'm not a nice person, but I'm not a bad person. It literally gave me cold chills when I watched it the first time. Because, like, they write him in such a way to where it's like, oh, he's just a butthole. Like, it's the whole time. But then it's like, he just doesn't like Deku. No, yeah. (laughs) He just doesn't like him and wants to be the best. And and then you start, like, to respect that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like, 
yeah, he's an ass, but it's like... It, but it's also one of those things where he wants to be the best and kind of has the utilities to be the best, too, you know? And very well-written character, and mm-hmm. I like the... I like the... He beats up Deku. Deku's like, hey, I'm not getting beat up anymore. And then they say, well, then we're going to become rivals, not enemies. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen past season two. But yikes! I know. But Come on, you can't you can't do that to me. I'm the so one sorry. anime I'm actually really Wait, I no, actually really like. Season three. What's the one where the like ends with um them fighting, like in the in training the, yard, in in like the arena, like the tournament? No, 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 not that. It's when they fight again when they sneak out on campus and they go to the like the training hall. And they get into a big fight, and then af- it's after that fight, All Might shows up and is like, Bakugo, you do good. Quit being a baby. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he, like, cries, and it's really sweet. And then he's like, Deku, I think that's you've, been crying. you've been crying for 45 minutes already. Please stop, because that's all Deku does. Yeah. I think that is in, in, in Season 3 somewhere. Because did you watch them going to camp? Yeah. Okay. And you watched them leave camp. Did you see – did you ever get introduced to the hero that can phase through things? That's the beginning of season four, so you didn't get that far. Mm-mm. I, I'm pretty sure that's that's the beginning of season oh, four. Oh, wait. Uh, old boy who looks like P.K. Fire. He looks yeah, like old yeah, boy yeah. Uh, Lucas. P.K. Fire. He looks like Lucas. P.K. Yeah. Fire. I've seen a little bit of that because it's uh, Lucas, girl with bitties, and then Batman. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so let's move on. Let's move on. We're, we've we've spent I oh, think we, fifteen minutes talking about my hero. Um, we're on we're on number four. Number um, four. We're an hour and twenty minutes into this. Look at us go. We Look were worried we weren't going to be able to hit an hour. Yeah, we're probably going to hit two hours. Oh, so maybe um, I hope you listeners at home are having a good time. Yeah, I hope Let you guys. Us. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys are having a good time. Like like you were about to say. Sorry for interrupting no, you. Good. Let us know um, if you want us to make it shorter. Because if so. Go find a new podcast because it's going to stay probably <laughs> long. Um, and if you and if you're if you're enjoying us, if you disagree with us, we want to hear about. Oh, it. absolutely. We that's one of the actually when we were discussing what we wanted this podcast to be, that was one of the big things we want. We want fan interactions. We want to get to know our fans, and we want pleasant debates. We yeah. don't want the in the comments the dude who's never felt the touch of the opposite gender being like well actually barbara gordon is not a good hero because she's a girl like we don't want that no. right we want i mean go ahead you can we'll just flame you we how will about literally that? make fun of you like that's... you say you I, how about this i invite any type of comment as long as you're not um too derogatory you will get flamed <laughs> i am going to be in the comments after we post this i will respond politely to everyone who's polite and has friendly arguments. I will also flame the crap out of anyone <laughs> who says the opposite. I don't so, have that kind of patience. But no, I love it. For it no, that's what make that. That's what'll be fun for me. So you know what? I I almost invite it. Um, your comment will not get deleted. You will just get flamed. So um, <laughs> oh my God. take that as a challenge, I guess. But don't challenge. I wanted this to be a nice community of discussion. Austin's <laughs> no. out here. Austin, <laughs> Austin woke up and chose violence. Is what happened today. No, but 
yeah, just let us know, though. Uh, argue with us. Tell us that we're wrong and why we're wrong. We'll love um, to hear it. Tell us why we're right, and, and we'll have a discussion Which in, of in us the is comment the most section. Handsome? That's the real question. Yeah, we'll make friends in the comments. Um, anyway, number, number four, Avery. Uh, you go first. We, we've literally been going back and forth. I said, I said my number four. Did you say no? Oh, that, that's Shogatoro. I got lost. I, I looked stupid. We'll edit that out. Idiot. Um, Oh, we keep in the part where I look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, number four, we've also already talked about. That is, I have wrote down the Ninja Turtles, but I knew that was going to be too broad. So then I did s- make it specific. And I Specify. also ch- I also chose Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Again, we talked about it at the beginning of the top of the episode. The last Ronin is so good. Mm-hmm. And the reason... I wish I knew more about it than what I did. I have the first two issues if you'd like to read them. I would love to. Um, I didn't know that. So, here's the thing. Michelangelo, through all of the 90s, like we talked about earlier, they're like, we skateboard, eat pizza, and we're dudes, He's right? just a joke. It, he, he is the comedy relief. Raph is the hothead. Donatello's personality changes in every iteration because nobody knows what to do with Donnie. Poor guy. And Leonardo is the leader. Mikey is the comic relief. And so when The Last Ronin was first announced and they said one turtle's left alive, I had two guesses. Raphael, because in my head, the story was going to play out as after... The turtles got into a, some kind of bicker fight. Raphael was like, you guys, I'm out of here. And he goes on one of his temper tantrums like he does. And then he comes back and everyone's dead. Yeah. So then he blames himself. And it's just this dark self-hatred story of revenge and just pure unadulterated rage. That's what I thought. That's That was my dream. What I thought was going to happen was that Leo was the only one left alive. Mm, yeah. Because he's the he's the main boy. Leo would be the only one left alive. He would avenge his brothers because that's what Splinter would have wanted, and he would do it in the way of the ninja. Still be a good read, but predictable. What they did is they decided to take my heart directly out of my chest yeah. and then stomp all over it by making the softest boy of the turtles the sweetheart. The guy who just kept everyone together and was like, pizza and skateboards. And he then, broke. And then destroyed everything around him. And that, it just breaks your heart because you yeah. don't know who it is. Because he doesn't have the bandana on and they're green. Like, you don't know who it is. It's, I can't, something happens and like, he wakes up and April O'Neil sitting at like the foot of the bed. And she goes, Mikey, what's wrong? What's going on? And that's how you find out it's Mikey. And this is in the second issue. It's not even in the first one. Yeah. So it's way later. And no, then you're I, just like. I, I remember when it first came out and obviously nobody knew. I would have never thought it was Mikey. I would have never, never thought. Guessed. When I found out it was Mikey, I was like, wow, now I'm interested. Because I'll be honest, I, I, don't, I wasn't interested. I didn't say this earlier. I was not that interested in the last Ronin until I found out it was Mikey. Because I don't have as much nostalgia for TMNT that you do, I was not as interested. And then I found out it was Mikey, and I was like, wow, that's that's a total character flip. 
and I have to know. It, <laughs> I have to know. I have to get my heart stomped all over. Yeah, because, <laughs> cause, like, and it makes sense because, you know, a lot of times when you have such goofy characters like that, they're not always thinking in a goofy manner. A lot of times they're doing it for the sake of everybody, right. and they know that. Not They're not always just a stupid idiot. Sometimes they are a very smart idiot. They do it on purpose exactly. to keep you know your hopes high. And to know that every he has no reason – number one, he has no reason to even act like that anymore. No one to keep happy, keep focused. On top of that, he, they're all dead. All of his brothers are dead, and he loses it. He just snaps, and it's, it's, a, it's great. It's great. I don't know what else to say about it. I, if I knew more about it, just like Invincible, if I knew more about it, he'd probably be higher on the list. Right, absolutely. So I, I agree. So do you want to do our honorable mentions before our top three? Sure. I don't care. Okay. Well, uh, I think our top three are pretty uh, – are going to be pretty interchangeable. I know that one of mine is on your list, but it's at the bottom. Oh, really? Okay. In, well, my, in my top three is at the bottom of your list. Like, that's why I was like – Oh, okay. I know oh who it is. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, let's go – let's hit those honorable mentions real All quick. Right. So, my – do you want to do – Back and forth on – yeah, we'll just do it like we yeah, have Yeah, it. just do it how we have My it. first honorable mention before we get to the, the, the more of the goofs and gaffs is Snake Eyes from, from G.I. Joe. Interesting. I don't love G.I. Joe. Um, that's why he's not on the list is I don't like the G.I. Joe series. I didn't like the cartoon. I, the movies were okay. Um, but Snake Eyes all throughout – any, any of those iterations have always has always really stood out to me. Okay. I've always really liked him. Um, but that's really it. Like that's why he's honorable mention is because I wanted him. I like I want to like him more. That's it's a perfect example of I want to like him more. I just can't. Right. Um, your first honorable mention. <laughs> it's another one that you're gonna be like Avery. What the hell are you doing? Okay. But I felt like he deserved a spot because I like him so much. His name is Jason Blood. Otherwise known as Etragon. Oh. Who is the, the rhyming guy? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the rhyming the rhyming demon from the It's the rhyming Hulk is what he is. He's a demon, first off, but yeah, he's from, yeah, But he's a guy that turns into a demon, right? Yeah, from the uh, like <laughs> he's medieval the Hulk. times. Medieval times that then yeah. time travels because he also like helps Batman fight monsters with Sherlock Holmes. He is the rhyming Hulk. <laughs> I really like him. Fight me. Um, I've only ever seen him in Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Yeah, um, okay. it's He's one a of those. Character. It's one of those heroes that I was like, I would love to read more comics with him in it. That's funny. Super funny. That's so good. Um, I think I remember you talking about wanting to put him on here. I didn't, but I was. I I kind of forgot until until you. Said now that I think I am going to change one of my honorable mentions because now I've been sitting here and thinking about it. She deserves it more than the Hulk does. So, um, oh, okay. We're gonna. I'll talk about that in a minute. But you go ahead with your next honorable. So my next one. It's one we've never heard of before. I'd come across them in the past, and I watched a bit of the movie, and it's it's close to unwatchable. Uh, his name, the Crimson Bolt. Do you know who the Crimson Bolt is? It's only a movie. It's only a live action movie. Is no that comments. what is that the one with Woody Harrelson? No. It's a mo- it's from a movie called Super, starring Rain Wilson, Dwight Schrute. He is a superhero. 
after his wife leaves him for a drug dealer, he dons a mask and suit to fight crime. He decides to fight crime to beat up the drug dealers that stole his wife. <laughs> his, his, uh, his, um, what, what's it called? His catchphrase? Shut up, crime. Are you it's, sure this isn't just like a Dwight shoot? It's no, it's a real office. movie. It's a real movie. Oh I wanted to try to watch it. I, I tried to watch it in the past because I knew who it was, and I love The Office. Different topic for a different day. Absolutely. My favorite show of all time. So anything that he's in outside of The Office, I always want to watch and Cooties. always want to like. It's always bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Cooties is a top tier movie. Cooties is not when a we good do, movie. Fans, fans, we will be doing eventually like uh, our personal favorite movies, and I guarantee Cooties is my top five. Just letting you—that's a little sneak peek for you, loyal listeners who are back on like episode ten or whatever, whenever that comes out. By the way, didn't we say that we're calling our fans just grown-ups, our fellow grown-ups? Yeah, I mean they're they're grown-ups with us, right? Yeah, exactly. Except for our audience, that's largely thirteen-year-olds, which is hilarious because this is episode one and we have no statistics. Yeah, (laughs) we have no statistics. We have. Four subscribers. Two of them are us, and, and two of them are friends from work. <laughs> two of them are friends from <laughs> Which work. shout out to Cody and Xander. We super appreciate yeah. the support, homies. Yeah, and if we and if there is more that have subscribed, oh Tristan subscribed. Oh, thank you. So Tristan. you know, shout out to you guys. When um, we hit a million subscribers, we will Mr. Beast read every single subscriber. <laughs> I promise. I am, no, no. He, if we if we re- ever hit this, a million, he promises. I don't. No, we promise. <laughs> if we ever hit a million it. subscribers, bet. Bet no, it's not happening. Absolutely, I am not sitting down and reading every subscriber. We name. hit a million. It happens. I'll delete the channel. Okay, I'll, I'll fight you. <laughs> okay, who's your second honorable mention? Um, we're the, an hour and thirty minutes in. The Blue Beetle. Okay. Uh, another another one purely got the knowledge from Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Okay. Top tier Batman cartoon. Please watch it on HBO. So good, guys. So so excellent. But. He is a, um, I I believe Latino, Hispanic. Yeah. He's he's from he's from Texas, um. So also, this is another thing that I love about him. It's again including you know everybody because everybody can be a superhero, and that's he's just like a Hispanic teenager who lives in Texas. He accidentally finds this alien artifact, becomes this integrated with alien technology that's kind of a living organism kind of like a mech suit kind of like technology and he just becomes this crime fighter so it once you can kind of see a theme with a lot of my heroes is i love the spider-man arc the i have no idea what the hell's going on i'm just a kid now i have to be an adult which probably speaks a lot to my personality Mm -hmm. but like i love that I love getting to watch that. I love watching people struggle through life as much as I do. So, like, <laughs> that's very okay. cruel. I, yeah, I just – I love the Blue Beetle. He's on my honorable mentions because, like I said, I've only ever seen him in Batman the Brave and the Bold and maybe, like, ten minutes in other small medias, maybe a couple of the DC movie, like, animated movies because DC live-action movies are trash. So, like, the only ones worth watching are the animated ones. So that's that's why he's on there. Um, easily, easily could probably take over anyone else in my top ten if I get some more time with him. Yeah, 
if you were to watch, it's on the whole show's on HBO Max. If you were to watch Young Justice, it's the animated show, Ooh. and it's it's a very good show. I actually Is just it? rewatched it not too long ago. Like I said, it's all on HBO Max. The second part of the fourth season is being worked on right now. Oh, good. Um, because it got canceled, and then oh, HBO wow. Max picked it up and is reviving it. Is it going to so, be like adult, or is it going to be like the, the second? Same? The two second seasons are adult. Oh, there's there's yeah. a little bit of blood and gore, a little bit of cussing. So, um, not not a ton of it, and they're teens. You, you know, do it's it, kids. You so. do it. You do it with class. Yeah, like like we are for this podcast. We're trying to stay clean, but we're going to say ass a couple of times. Yeah. Like we're there's going to be a couple of slurs. Yeah. So and that yeah. So I I would highly recommend you watch that. I think you would like it a lot. Oh, absolutely. Um, my last honorable mention. Oh, let's hear it. I know how much you like Will Smith. If you say Hancock, <laughs> I'm leaving the recording studio. It's Hancock, ladies and gentlemen. Ser- <laughs> okay. I'm well, going to put your head up his ass. <laughs> this, is, this is my first and last episode of this podcast. <laughs> it's an honorable mention. I didn't put it on my list. Hancock, really? It's an honorable mention, dude. That's a fu- It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. The only thing I remember <laughs> is I'm going to shove his head up your ass and we we bang every 100,000 years and now we drawn to each other even though that you're currently <laughs> married to my best friend. That's the dumbest, the dumbest superhero <laughs> thing ever. I only and put like, it on here because it would make you mad. <laughs> oh my God. And Will Smith, like Will Smith, you know, good. he's a good actor. Credit where credit is due. Like, I am legend. Fire. Yeah. But like, it's funny he when, kills you bring, his dog. when you bring up Will Smith, the only the only movie I ever think to reference that's good is I Am Legend. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, that's not a good movie. Eh, I, there's definitely I Robot trash. The only good scene in that movie it is good for one of those. No, like, no, the only good scene in that movie is when the robot goes, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I don't care about anything else in that movie. You're telling me you didn't like the live action Aladdin movie? He was the only part of that movie I liked. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, fair no, enough. Um, All right, who's your who's your? So originally, originally, it was, the Hulk. it was the Hulk because of Planet Hulk. Yeah, that that arc is su- very good, super good. But as I've been sitting here talking with you, I realized Hulk can't be my third honorable mention because it's Storm. Ooh, Storm's a good one. She's a badass she's super underrated so underrated because she single-handedly could destroy the entire planet just because she felt like it Mm -hmm. because controlling weather i don't know uh if our fans at home are fans of like film theory and game theory and stuff like that but from the very minuscule knowledge that i've absorbed from austin from those channels talking about how weather how the weather works in video games and if that was translated to real life, how hazardous that would be. Knowing how wet, how how insane just those little things in video games are, you give somebody the power to completely change weather however they feel like. You could annihilate everybody. Stronger than Thanos. Stronger than Galactus. Well, not really. Dude, no, I don't Those care. guys are universe things. The weather on Earth does not affect. Uh, she... Co- she can cosmic level change. Fair weather. enough. Fair enough. Like she could just decide the entire galaxy is. Look, I'm not arguing that she's great. She's awesome. She's her. very underrated. Not to mention, not to mention, Halle Berry's bad. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brittany. Just not, as, just not as Catwoman. <laughs> 
True. <laughs> just, no, okay. Let's forget but, about that movie. But like, no, like Storm is a super awesome hero. She marries Black Panther. That's a friggin' power couple yeah. right there. She she takes over teaching the X Men. She does. She takes over for Professor X. She's she's a fantastic hero. Honestly, deserves to be in my top ten, but I unfortunately don't have enough knowledge on her. Right. But she definitely deserves to be talked about because she's an amazing superhero. No, I don't disagree with that. So, so then okay, top three time. So you're not gonna like that he's my third. Because I'm pretty sure he's your number one. But Spider-Man is my number three okay. superhero. Look, I, I literally in my notes here about this to bring up, I literally put, duh, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I just there's, – there's not a lot to say. that Everything that you can say has already been said. Been said. But, I mean, it's almost like – it's one of those things where almost every problem that we talk about with every other hero we've already talked about, Spider-Man has come across. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So then, so then, since that is truly the case, why don't you just give us a quick, like, your favorite Spider-Man thing then? I don't know. I just – Obviously, duh, it's Spider-Man, but, like I, – I really don't know. I just – I don't know. It's one of those examples where I don't know what I, – I can't specify what makes me love Spider-Man. For sure. But he is – it's just one of those things where he is just a normal dude one, one day, and then the next day he's not a normal dude. And he's got to figure out how to be good, and he has to pull punches because he's way more powerful than we ever get to usually see. Exactly. And he, um, you know, great power comes great responsibility. Stanley's like I best said, just work. fine earlier. Yeah, I didn't have. Yeah, you didn't. That. Yeah, you definitely didn't mess that up eight hundred times earlier. And but like one of Stanley's best works. Um, Absolutely. All I. Dare me say, all of the live-action iterations are great. Um, in their own way, absolutely. In their own way. They're all great. He is so – he he's so relatable. I just – I don't know. He's he, he's up there. He's, they, there is something special about Spider-Man as a character that will never be copied. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You can't you can't copy him, even though there's been a few Spider-Man copies, even in his own comics. Right. You just – there, there's something different about Peter Parker's Spider-Man. There's great, and but that's the thing. Even outside of just Peter Parker, Miles is great, and he dons Spider-Man. Even Doc Ock, when he he's superior to Spider-Man, is still a great comic. Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider-Man. Ben Riley. It's all they're all so so good, and there's just something special about it. And it's such an oddball power too. It's the power of a bug. Think about it. It's so weird. So sick. It's so cool. It shouldn't work. And I think it works best. I think it works better than any other superhero. Yeah. The only reason he's not above these other two is these other two have impacted me personally more than he has. I think – I would say, though, hands down, I think he's one of the tops – he is the top superhero to ever be written, be shown on television – animated anything he's he's the best absolutely 100 yeah, percent for sure my my number three is wolverine yeah now when you were talking earlier you were like the only comic line that you that you really give a damn about is the old man logano yeah which as you heard me gushing earlier i love that old man logan arc of course one other thing 
the thing that I love about Wolverine, I think the most, is is that he gets just absolutely just crapped on through everything, and he still decides to be the good guy. Yeah. Because let's get away from the let's actually go deeper into the old man Logan arc because you know what happens at the end of what happens in old man Logan or I think it's old man Logan that leads into secret wars or no old man Logan is its own thing. It's separate. I could have swore it tied into secret. No, it ties into secret wars because him and like she Hulk team up or something like that. All I know, all I know is that at the end of one of the Wolverine arcs, maybe it's not old man Logan. Like I thought it was, yeah, it is because he's got the Hulk baby at the end of it, and then him and the Hulk baby go to the new universe together. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, folks it's at home that we can't remember. No, yeah, I'm sorry. But when the universe resets, and it's the the new, the Marvel Universe they're currently writing in, he's the only one that remembers. That does how, sound familiar. How absolutely heartbreaking is it that not only do you have you already lived your entire life knowing that you murdered your only friends, but now they're all alive again in this new universe and nobody knows anybody, nobody knows what's going on anymore but you. Yeah. It's that it's that just feeling of so minuscule you don't matter and he knows it and he doesn't go crazy he just sits down he drinks his whiskey and he shows up when it hits the fan you know what i mean like that's why wolverine's my top three because there isn't a reason he shouldn't be a super villain and he says no i'm not gonna do that number two my number two is batman Look at that. Yeah. We finally had a samesies. Yeah, I really thought we were going to have more samesies. Well, like, we have, we have some, uh, similar ones yeah. throughout the list, but none of them tied yeah. together. But Batman is also my number two. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, you know what I put on the notes for Batman? Duh. Duh, it's Batman. Like, it's it's another one where, you know, it's a great story. I think it's – I think Spider-Man is the all-time best superhero, best written, best character I think Batman is DC's best. Absolutely. And it's obvious. And um it you know, may, maybe it's just popular to say it, but like for real. I mean, he is and again it goes right back to my whole now he does some supernatural things whether you like to admit it or not. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Um like his bench press is like over a thousand pounds and whatnot. That's just not actually possible by human standards. Batroids. Batroids, bro. <laughs> Batroids. But, um, but again, it goes right back to my obsession with superheroes that don't have powers that are still powerful. And that's that's what Batman is. I mean, I mean, that's his whole thing. Um, having somebody that can that has an actual plan, thought out plan to take down every member of the Justice League, and it works, too, because there is a point where he has to use it. 100% of the time. Um, Actually, there's an episode in Young Justice where Robin uses it because the Young Justice team, it's kind of like Teen Titans, but not really. More, yeah. All have to fight all of the Justice League members, and all of them. Oh, damn. Not the six, 
all of them. And, Which um, is all of DC Comics, by the pretty way. Pretty much, right? yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And so even Marvin the Martian, and who cares about stop, him? Stop! It's Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Nobody gives stop. a damn. That is so not true. I think you would be surprised to know how many comments, people like in the Martian comments Manhunter. below. Let me know if you like. Let me know if you like uh, Marvin the Martian because I could not give less of a damn. <laughs> e. His sidekick's hot. And that's all he's got going Psychics. for. Psychics? What are you talking about? The mag- She's a magician. Zendaya or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. That's how little I care. I just know she's hot and she's a magician. <laughs> that's not his sidekick, number one. Martian Manhunter is a Martian from Mars. No, okay. So the only reason I think she's his sidekick is because the old like Justice League game for the PS2, when you play as Marvin the Martian, he she <laughs> Stop is calling him that. No, uh, she is the character you that you play beside him, and so I was like, oh yeah, that's his sidekick. No, all she's I, her own separate character. She's hot and a magician. That's all I know. <laughs> he he has a niece who is the uh, hot magician. No, it's. <laughs> She's not. She's a human. I'm. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. We're not here to talk about him. We're ta- here to talk about Batman. Batman's cool. Who's your number two? My number two is Batman. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, my points for Batman is not only do I just you know I love the Bat, but it's the Bat stories. Yeah. He has the best villains: the Joker, Two Face, Riddler, Mister Freeze, Catwoman, his own son. Two different times because Damien kicks his ass, and then so does Jason. Two and, of his own And kids. Damien, too. That's, Damien. I, that's what I said first was Damien and then oh, Jason. Oh, sorry. You need to listen to me. We're a podcast where we talk to each other. Wait. But also Jason Todd. But also Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, the Batman stories always hit. There's always – I have wrote down my favorite Batman story, which is The Long Halloween which if you haven't read no no i i haven't read it i've listened to that one spoilers real quick because i gotta talk about it at the end of the comic after because this is before harvey dent becomes two-face and like batman can't figure out who's been murdering all these like crime bosses and you find out it's harvey dent's wife who's been covering it up with like the baby bottom of it Oh my god, I remember I was like I was like 12 and this is the like one of the first comic books I bought. And it's gritty and I'm like, "Oh my god, my parents are letting me read this and Catwoman's hot." And I was just like, "Yes." And then you get to that plot twist. I remember just shaking, just being like, "Holy, that is the coolest thing ever." Because it's like the bat never finds out. Right. And if you can if you can out-detective the bat, impressive. It's Harvey Dent's wife. I don't even know what her name is. Nobody does. Because she's literally a throwaway character in everything else but the Long Halloween. Comic smacks. I recommend watching it. I think Mr. Jones still has my copy of it, so I can't Screw let him. you borrow it. No, he's a great guy. I just forgot to get it back from him. <laughs> just kidding, Mr. Jones. Sorry. I know you're not even going to watch this, but... <laughs> All right, so let's hear your number one because I have no idea. I mean, I guess I have like two guesses of who it could be at this point. What? You know who my number one is. I, I know. thought I did. Give me – you tell them who my number one is, and then I tell them who your number one is. So is it Iron Man? Yeah. Okay, because 
And Doctor just, Strange. Doctor Strange didn't hit your list, which I was I was waiting for the entire time. He, I wasn't. The thing about Doctor, I really thought about Doctor Strange. The thing about Doctor Strange was, you put Hancock in your honorable mentions, but you didn't put <laughs> Doctor Strange. I'm pissed. My thing about Doctor Strange is I didn't like him until the MCU movies, and I feel like that's not enough. Um. Okay. And the difference is, I didn't like Iron Man to the MCU movies either, but I didn't like any superhero until the to, until the Again, MCU movies, yeah. and that came out over what thirteen years ago now, fourteen years ago, it's something like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, Iron Man definitely my favorite. Here's the thing: so I'll start this out by saying this: when Stan Lee created the character of Iron Man, it's one of my it's one of my favorite um, things that Stan Lee's ever said. He said, "I wanted to make a character." That you're not supposed to like, but you can't help but love. And and even though there's times where everybody hates Tony Stark, at the end of the day, he's still a hero, and you still respect him as a hero. Absolutely. He's, you know, a, like a billionaire playboy. He is the person that Batman pretends to be. That's Tony Stark's actual personality. And he is that person. He's kind of unlovable. He worked in weapons. He created devastating weapons Mm -hmm. for the military. Um, Changes it around. Still has that asshole personality, but but does good. And also, like just for me and why he's up there and why like you know Spider Man's not my number one is he really did introduce me. And I know a lot of people, a lot of really deep comic fans they don't like when people love the mcu <laughs> true but that's very why against here. it but that's why i'm here absolutely i like that's what gave me the introduction and that's why i don't think anyone should discredit any show even even the really bad shows live action cw anything don't discredit it because you're that's that's introducing people and then they get to actually learn the the really good stuff, but don't don't take that the wrong way. The first Iron Man movie is is my top three favorite movies ever. I I love I love the first Iron Man movie. I love that um, for you, but I hard disagree. No, I know you do. I know you do, and a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Um, but I just I think I've watched that movie more than anything else I've ever watched. Robert Downey Jr. is another one of those where he's the perfect, absolutely perfect, perfect, perfect person. I hate the idea that we're going to see a multiverse version, and and Tom Cruise might be a multiverse version of oh, Tony Stark in the MCU. Is that real? It's rumors. It's not real. It's rumors. But I, I just they killed him. I hated that they killed him, but they did a good job when they did. He went out the way he came in. And still, like, he, he went out with the same personality, full of himself, dude. Full of himself. I am Iron Man. That's, that, is that a badass line? Yeah. But that's full, that's being full of yourself. The last words you're ever going to say, your girlfriend, I don't, they don't, they didn't get married. Girlfriend, right there. She she has your child like she had your child. She's flying around in the battle fighting too. Your, you know, Tom Holland Spider Man. I know nobody liked that he was basically Iron Man Junior, but I love Tom Holland Spider Man. 
but I'll die on that hill. No, me too. But um, he's there, you know. Uh, his best friend is flying around. You got all these people he could say something to. His last words are, "I am Iron Man." So full of himself. Never. He he definitely changed. He had character changes, but he never lost that part of himself. That part of himself that all the way back then, Stanley said, "This is a character that is not a good." Is somebody you're not supposed to to love, but you still do, and that and it hits home for me. I he's he is my favorite character. I think he always will be, and um, yeah. And again, it's I know that we're not supposed to love the MCU, but I I do. See, I, that's why I think this po- I want this podcast to be is if you only like superheroes for the movies they're in, great. Right. Come talk to us about it. Yeah. Tell us why you don't like the comic books. Because we, you know, you started with the MCU. Right. I had a weird upbringing of having, like, the video games and some light comic books and cartoons and stuff. And then got the MCU and then got my comic. You know what I mean? I've had, I had all the experiences coming into the MCU where that was your first time. Some people see the MCU and they go, that's so cool. I want to get more story. And they go get more story. And they're like, this is lame mm-hmm. though. I want to talk to those people. Cause that's interesting. Yeah. I want to know what's going on in that Marvel universe. And the, cause like everywhere I go, I see the argument. MCU is bad. MCU is bad. You know what the MCU needs to do to make people not think that quit naming movies after the comic books. Yeah. <laughs> it literally, that's all you would have to yeah. do. Civil war should, the movie of civil war was awesome. And the comic of Civil War is awesome, but those are the, the same, same thing. thing. They they had the same concept, hero registration. It's the same concept, but it's literally it wasn't not the, the same, same story. Like you could have called Captain America because it's Captain America Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. You could have called it Captain America versus Iron Man. Which, and then it was at the same time as Batman versus Superman, I think. So yeah, could have done it. Listen, you took Captain Marvel away from DC Marvel. You can do it. Yeah, and then didn't even make it a good character. I'm sorry. You gotta lay off the Brie Larson hill, dude. It's, <laughs> it's not just Brie Larson. I don't like the character of Captain Marvel either. She was Ms. Marvel, and then they made her Captain Marvel, and then made Ms. Marvel a different character too. But Brie Larson could you gotta get disappear. Off this hill. You gotta get off this Brie Larson hill, buddy. She could fall down the Brie Larson hill, <laughs> and my life wouldn't change. Bro, my number one. What, who's your number one, Avery? It's Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. No, yeah. Spider-Man is my number one because like you were talking like we were talking about before, he's great and every iteration of Spider-Man is great. I yeah. don't care if it's 2099, if it's noir, if it's that the cute little Asian girl who's got the mech spider robot. Spider-Pig. Uh, Spy- dude, Spider-Pig still smacks. Like it's hilarious. John Mulaney voicing him in John the, Mulaney. The, the show too. Great. Or not show them the into the Spider-Verse. Can a pie pick you up into the air and drag you across the room? That was a terrible John Mulaney, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Didn't sound like him at all. Not even a little bit. But (laughs) Spider-Man, he's – he was one of my first superheroes, and he's aged with me. Right. So, like, growing up, I got the kid version, kid version, kid version, and then it's like you get the dark, you get the gritty Spider-Man, you get the sad Spider-Man. You get the, I'm an awkward teenage boy, how do I talk to girls, Spider-Man. He's literally there for you 
from the time you can start liking superheroes until you die. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about Spider-Man is like he literally t- can teach a life lesson no matter what he's doing. Spider-Man will be my number one until I kick the bucket. No, I, I don't I don't disagree. If if I would have been introduced to superheroes in the way a lot of no, a lot of fans are um, and not by the MCU, you know, actually reading comics, if that was something I was able to do, I think Spider-Man would be my number one. Um, and I, I would say, too, by the way, just real quick, I would say Batman and Spider-Man, for me, are very inter- interchangeable. Um, I agree. It depends on what kind of mood I'm if I'm If I want to be sad and angsty, Batman's above yeah. Spider-Man. If I want to be happy and have hope for the world, it's Spider-Man. Like, yeah. But – I, I agree though. Spider Man Spider Man's a great character. It's it's one of the best. I don't know. I've already said it. There's right. no reason to, to keep talking about it. It just there's nothing else to be said. I just. So with that being said, that is our top ten, which was more like a top thirteen, but not really because Hancock. you put Hancock in the list. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for sticking around this long for listening to us ramble. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, uh, our next episode. Um, we're not going to give any any spoilers, but we do have a have at least the next three weeks of episodes planned, right? That's, yep. That's correct? Yep. So we hope to see you back. Hey, if you checked in on this episode and you were like, ugh, two straight white guys talking about superheroes again, and you're not into it, that's fine. Because as we said at the top, we are not only superheroes. We're everything pop culture. We're going to get yeah. into food. We talked about a little anime today. We're going to talk about more of that. We're going to talk about some movies. We're going to talk about video games. Video games. Dan- Austin, Austin's into like weird dancing where they look like robots. I don't get it, but he's super into it, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're, going um, to, we're going to do all kinds of stuff. We're going to do some tier list every month. Oh, tier list um, Tuesday. Tier list Tuesday. They're going to be weird. And guess what? They're not. We're going to call it tier list Tuesday. Not even going to come out on Tuesdays. So, um, not <laughs> we always. We record on Tuesday. That's what matters. We record on Tuesdays. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah. We, we have a lot of stuff planned. We, we, we want to do this. Um, uh, if if there's ideas you guys have you want to hear us talk about, let us know in the comments. Absolutely. And DM us. We have uh, the all the socials for yes, the Definitely Grown Ups pod. Yep. You can, you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. It's all public. Um, there's not a lot posted there right now. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, there will be more posted. Um, Still trying to learn everything because we're new to this. Yep. Um, we're we're creating creating Patreon. So, again, by the time these episodes come out, we do plan on maybe – we're, we're not looking for anybody to give us a bunch of money or anything like not that. But, um, you know, you, you got to have something. You got to start somewhere. And yes, so sir. we will have a Patreon. It will be uncensored. Um for for Avery's sake, so he doesn't have to <laughs> he doesn't have to suck the curse words back in his throat as much as he did oh, in this dude, episode. It's true. I, <laughs> I just watched his face as he did. So, uh, I yeah, we have a we have a lot of stuff planned. We're super excited. And you know what? If we don't if we don't go anything where at least we were just two grown ups having a good time, and that's all that really matters to us. So, I think I think that's it though. That's so, you guys, thanks for listening to us. Uh, we super appreciate it, and we will see you. Next week. Bye. See you later.